Welcome back to episode 26 of the Hooligans Pitch, where we talk about how bad Chelsea is on a weekly basis. <laughs> uh, great Sunday. Happy Sunday, Chad. How are you doing? Uh, it's a little rainy here, but, um, oh. you know, other than that, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good week okay. as far as footy's concerned. So, yeah, I'd, I mean, yeah. I didn't have the greatest time. I'm not going to lie for, as we're talking about <laughs> footy. Uh, I had no expectations, and we'll just talk about Champions League really quick. Uh, no expectations on what Liverpool was going to do that day. I literally was like, yeah, I'm just going to watch. Like, you know, yeah. y- you never know. And then 2 nothing in the 14th minute, I'm going, these, these, oh my God, like they're going to do this to me. They're going to do it to me. A little bit. I, I did. I just got like, <laughs> you know, like that butterfly feeling in your stomach when like you think about good things. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that kind of started to hit me. Uh, and then the, uh, this, could, this could happen, you know, <laughs> and then perfect segue. Uh, what are you drinking? Cause I'm drinking to that right now. I'm going a little bit lighter today. Just, um, a little Word. spin drift, sparkling oh. water. Yeah. Uh, non alcoholic. Went a little, hard on the, oh, went okay. a little hard on the GNTs last night. Did so. you now? Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, congrats. Uh, I am doing founders all day. Same boat, chilling out. Very nice, yeah. It's like water once you have eight or nine of them, so <laughs> it hydrates you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Liverpool, that was pretty disappointing. Am I surprised we lost five to two? No. Am I surprised we were up two nothing? Yes. Yeah, I think the, um, I don't know, I think the give five away after a good start is a little bit rough, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, Real's having a better season than Liverpool is, so results not all that surprising, I guess. And it wasn't even like we looked offensively bad, because that's where we've really struggled. It was our defense was god-awful at being... Yeah. Couldn't win a ball. Couldn't Allison playing like Oof. Courtois? To be honest, like two of the best goalkeepers in the world, and they show that. I mean, that was that was rough. And I don't know. Did you see Jamie Carragher's uh, reactions? Oh yeah, uh, it was, yeah. It was great, but also terrible at the same time. So yeah, well, you know, that's just it kind of sums up Liverpool season in one game. I think like it does, but. You know, honestly, if this was if this game happened uh, in Madrid and we were coming back home, I'd actually feel kind of mm-hmm. confident because we've been in this situation before. Yeah. Um, but the fact we have to go away now, like, eh, we are they have five away goals. Like, that's that's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. no expectations for the second leg. But let's talk EPL. Let's talk. I guess how we I guess fr- the Friday match, Fulham and Wolverhampton. Um, Nothing too exciting there. So a couple good saves. Yeah. Jose saw played pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we saw a great goal the last yeah. kind of yeah. final minutes. Um, that goal was sweet. Hey, that's that's one of my nominations for the week. Um, and yeah. there was Solomon tying the game 1-1. What did you think of that game? Um, I mean, I think it was kind of the same Fulham we've seen over the past few games where they're just like taking way too long to really get anything going in the game. And then... By that time, they're either already down or, or just, like, too late to really get a win from the game. Um, so, yeah, like, Wolves looked fine, like, kind of the same they have. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Solomon's goal was just the lovely curler from outside the box like that. Ooh, yeah, love those ones. Yeah, it was a great touch. <laughs> um, 
This was definitely kind of a win in the Wolves book. I mean, you're beat, you're you're drawing a top six team, so you yeah, know, yeah, it's just sure. one point away from relegation zone. But Fulham, looking back, they're going to be like, this could have been the game that we needed to stay in top six too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I don't know. It's Fulham. I think wherever they finish at this point will be a pretty successful season. You know, they I don't think they expect True. to be six right now, so. But I mean, I guess you do want to stay up as high as you can. So, do, yeah. what what do you think Fulham needs to uh, stay relevant? Um, honestly, I think it's just like they just look tired already. Like, and from the moment the match starts, it's it's everyone's just kind of exhausted almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think they do end up picking it up a little bit, but. You know, it's just too little too late, and, you know, Mitrovic is injured, and even when he has played recently, he hasn't done much. Um, you know, I think Vinicius is their other striker, and he hasn't really done anything. Like, they're just, I think, running out of options, and maybe a little bit of the luck that they were riding on, but... Well, this is the, the goal scorer, Solomon. This is his third substitution in a row where he's mm-hmm. scored a goal. So... Yeah. At what point is he going to get this starting nod and, and, you know, replace someone else who, you know, isn't holding I mean, up their end of the deal? Yeah, I, you might as well go for it. I mean, right. either this guy is just, you know, the super sub kind of guy, and when you start him, it won't be the same. But, you know, I, I think things have already kind of been a little bit shaky for the past few weeks. So if this guy's scored three in a row... Might as well start him, get him in there, see what he can do. Yeah, especially for a full 90. <laughs> yeah. Bring it in post halftime. Um, all right. Want to move on here? Yeah. Let's go. Let's do Leeds and Southampton. Um, so if you look at our flow chart here, mm-hmm. Southampton beat Chelsea, Leeds beat <laughs> Southampton. Therefore, Leeds is greater than Chelsea. However, Leeds is 17th. Uh, but they're only eight points away from catching up to Chelsea. Do you see Leeds possibly making that happen? Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, that that's kind of a big gap to catch them with other teams in there. But Chelsea is pretty terrible these days. So, <laughs> so if Leeds beats Chelsea this next week, that's, I mean, yeah, you know, then it's then it's right there. Um, I wonder what the odds are on that. <laughs> I like I'd like to know the odds on on Leeds catching Chelsea because I, I just want to I just want to start shitting on Chelsea. Can we just jump into Chelsea too? Because I know they play. I mean, yeah. Today, it's not but, a bad shout that, that Leeds could catch him, honestly. Like, <laughs> it's really what I just want to talk about. Like, how how are they struggling this much to where in 2023, Ollie Watkins has scored more goals than the Chelsea squad? Yeah, you know how. Look, <laughs> I I I have no answers for you at this point. Like, they've got. The money and the players and should have the tactics, but they just they can't score a goal. They in you know all of February they scored one goal, 
It's gonna be the e easiest goal of the month competition. <laughs> I was gonna say, are they even gonna release that? Are they gonna put that on on social media? Goal of the month? I don't know. I think you maybe just forget about this month. Because, and... <laughs> I mean, like you don't really want to bring attention to it. Like everyone knows, everyone's been watching the games and 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 sees this lack of goal threat and. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They're an uh, interesting bunch. and uh, Their last win was against Crystal Palace, January 15th. That's what I'm saying. Like, There's trust the process, but then there's like, maybe this is not the right process. Or like, this is not... Somewhere the fit here isn't isn't working. Like, but know, but, but... Like, with, with all that money spent, with those players you bring in... Uh, let's just look at Forrest, for example. Forrest almost did the exact same thing with a fifth of that budget, and they're arguably doing just as good as Chelsea. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, money can't buy you happiness or wins. No. So, yeah, I, I think we're seeing that with you know both squads. Um, I don't know. I mean, you've signed Potter on for seven years as well, or whatever. So even if you sack him, like you're paying him out pretty nicely. And then, who do you bring in right now? Like, if you, if they did it today, I I don't know. <laughs> Probably no one. Like, no big manager is going to move at this point. I don't think. Uh, do you want to risk it on another like lesser known manager? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. It depends on how fast they want to win championships. I, I, I still see them going to the Conte effect of two years, you know, two-year contract, let's mm -hmm. win a title. And then maybe by that time, these players will understand what a winning culture looks like. Because a lot of those players on this team come from winning sides. Mm -hmm. But, you know, ha besides the Champions League squad and the players like Thiago Silva or the Raheem Sterlings, like a lot of that team still hasn't won anything like, League yeah. wise, that's what I was gonna say. Like, they may come from those squads, but like, the ones that have come from actual like winning mentality squads, I think maybe just Sterling. Like, like Thiago Silva, yeah, came from PSG and you know was uh, Chelsea in the in in the past, but like PSG is more or less walks the league. You know, mm -hmm. they don't have any real competition there typically. And then they get in the Champions League and don't really progress as far as they should. So, like, I don't know that you really have too much of the winning mentality in that team anyway. And uh, I don't know. There's just... It's fun to no, watch. It, it's a great time <laughs> to watch, you know. It, it is incredible that you can spend all this money and... I don't know. Part of me, every time I see Mudrick come on and he does nothing, I was like, I don't know if Arsenal dodged a bullet or if you know this. He's just not a good fit in this Chelsea team. I don't know, but <laughs> I think if he comes into Arsenal, he's in a much better space because it's there's not all this pressure to get them to where they need to be. They're already in a good spot. True. All he yeah. needs to do is just do his thing, like do what he's normally been doing. But Chelsea's asking him to, to do something they haven't been doing all year, which is yeah. score, win, uh, <laughs> literally do anything. Um, 
Who do you think has more goals right now, Bournemouth or Chelsea? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, I feel like Bournemouth probably. <laughs> uh, Bournemouth is down by one goal. Oh, man. Yep. So close. <laughs> yep. That's, yeah, that's, it's, yeah. it's incredible. I mean, even, even Newcastle has more goals than them. It's like Newcastle is not even an attacking team. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's wild. I, I feel like we could go in circles about this team and I love to, but I just don't know what they can do at this point to all of a sudden have something click. And that graphic that Zach sent us was hilarious because, yeah, the past map. because he's, <laughs> it, it's totally right. It's, it's totally left side heavy. Mm-hmm. And that's why Ziek wanted out of there. Cause he's like, I'm not, I'm useless out here. That's such a weird situation anyway with, with Ziek pretty much out the door and then that fell through and then they're just like, all right, we're going to keep starting you. And it's like, so you're starting a guy that didn't want to be there. I don't know. The the locker room mentality has just got to be so down and so just, yeah, like... (laughs) No one's having a good time. <laughs> I would love. I I hope they're an all enough all or nothing team just so we can see this phase. I could see it. Like you know, Todd Bowley comes in and splash some cash, throw some on Amazon to be like, "Yo, pick us for the next one." And you know, it, it's easy marketing. They don't have to do much as the team. Just we would be we'd be seeing be a live implosion. Oh yeah. Do you think he'd pay to not release it? <laughs> Um, I mean, if it was going this bad, it is. I mean, it is going. I think it is oh, going yeah. this bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I I would assume there's some clause in the contract of like, look, if this ends up terrible and you really don't want it released, we can just lose the footage for a certain price. <laughs> yeah, because like looking back, like the last three teams arguably had good seasons. Mm-hmm. Um. Tottenham, Man City, Arsenal. Like, there was no season where you're like, wow, that was a dumpster fire. Yeah. And I feel like... The next one, I don't know if it was confirmed, but they were apparently following the German national team at the World Cup, and that didn't go so well. So, like, I don't know if if that happened or if they had a backup plan, because, Mm. like, you got a season's worth of content in in Germany's World Cup run. Can you imagine if it was Morocco instead? That's what I'm saying, like... Germany felt like a weird pick anyway. Yeah. I mean, I figured the safe one would be France because, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've got exciting players. They're going for the, the you know, the, the World Cup title anyway. But again, you could have maybe done like an Argentina and just like follow Messi of like Easy. this is potentially his last one. Like everyone would still love that. Yeah. So And, and it helps that they won the whole thing anyway. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... I'd love to be a fly on the wall in, in the oh, Chelsea me too. Me too. training and dressing room and just like, <laughs> I don't imagine anyone like having a good time. <laughs> well, and Potter's been, I, I believe he's been skipping out on a lot of like public uh, interviews. Oh, really? I haven't really yeah. paid attention to it. So yeah. we don't even really know what's going on with him. I'm sure, <laughs> you know, he's not too happy with what's going on. No, um, can't be. I bet Tuchel's smiling in the background, though, just going, sucker. Oh, I mean, as as like petty as it is, that's probably exactly what you want to see when you get kicked out of your manager job for yep. no real reason. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pretty wild. All right. Uh, Arsenal, are you happy with your performance? Um, Happy. Mm-hmm. 
I'd say happy, but like it, it was a kind of a weird one. Like it was a pretty controlling performance from Arsenal, but uh, maybe a little like lackluster. I guess is maybe the word. Um, like they had good shots, they had good opportunities, just couldn't really take advantage of that. But then also a time or two of being a little shaky in defense. But yeah. um, is Trossard starting over Nketiah the right move? Um, I think so. I don't know about long term, but I, th- I think so. Um, just because Eddie has played every single game since the yeah. World Cup ended, like he's had zero rest. So I think this is a good move um, just to give him the rest. Like he has kind of missed some some good opportunities in past games. So um, maybe it was just a little bit of tiredness on his part to kind of lose the focus on there, but. Yeah, Trossard looked good up top. You know, he's that's kind of one of the benefits of signing him over Mudrick is that not only was he cheaper, but he can play multiple positions. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he looked good. At his his goal, well, should have been a maybe should have been a goal. Um, was great, but you know, VAR. So, let, yeah, let, let's talk about VAR in that situation because in my head, I I believe you know Ben White was. Doing a no-no. He shouldn't have been doing that. But how many times has that happened in so many situations where it's like, and not even the offensive player holding a defensive player, but vice versa, where it's like, okay, if you're going to call that a foul, why isn't it a foul the other way around? Or like when it could be a a PK or or, uh, an indirect. Like there's so, like for that one to be called, I get it. I understand why, but at the same time, we see that so much, and it's just ignored. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those consistency issues. Because is it a foul? Yes, but I mean, just earlier this season against Aston Villa, um, Douglas Louise scores from the corner kick, and like in the replay, Ramsdale is basically being like boxed out mm-hmm. and like held, and it doesn't get called. So like. That's an even more egregious foul that doesn't get called, which, fair enough. But then, like, you can't call this one where, yeah, he's holding his hand, but, like, it doesn't really look like Danny Ward tries to pull his hand away either, which is kind of a weird choice on his part. And so, I don't know. Call it a foul if you want, but, like, just need the consistency, which... I know we've complained about before, but it's <laughs> just kind of how it goes, I guess. Yeah, and it makes you wonder how much different that play would have gone too. If like, yeah. say his hand was free, but he still punched it with one hand. Like, what what happens yeah. there? I mean, there's total like what if, so many what ifs with that mm-hmm. play. But um, luckily they made up for it later. Trossard had a nice move uh, yeah. to then find Martinelli, a uh, little Meg. And then when Martinelli scored, I tried to see what happened because he he hurt he got hurt he hurt himself. Did someone step on him? Is that what you saw? Yeah, yeah. It it looked like the guy that was tracking him, because um, like as Martinelli shot, he was kind of falling. Yeah. And then I think the guy just kind of stepped on his knee or or like top okay. of his leg or something, because um, he continued to play on for uh, quite a bit more. So, mm-hmm. um, as far as I've heard, he's fine. So, but yeah, nice, nice goal. Nice to get one here because it was kind of looking like one of those games where just nothing was going to go yeah. Arsenal's way. Um, but I mean, yeah, it it was just a weird one where, you know, Leicester had just dominated Tottenham to the point where I was like 
a hint of nervousness coming into this because they are kind of coming back into form and then they just did nothing. <laughs> yeah, very like, strange. There's um the the Twitter account, the XG philosophy who like tracks all the, the expected goals from the games. <laughs> Lester ended with a zero point zero one expected goals, <laughs> which is the lowest they've had since they've been tracking, which was twenty seventeen. <laughs> Holy crap. I didn't know that was possible. So, no, I, I mean you don't see it, but Lester was held to just I think it was their total shot was one and it was kind of from far out. So like your, your expected goal value from that is, well, I guess 0.1. Yeah. Not the best uh, stat to be, to be bragging yeah. about there. Um, but a victory is a victory. You all sit above city. Yeah. Um, are you back in that? Like kind of one game at a time and we'll just, yeah, I mean, keep plugging away. We got Everton midweek, which will bring us up to um, the same twenty-five games played. So okay, so it's at home. Five should points. be a win, even though Everton beat us earlier. Um, but then, yeah, you know, then it's back to five-point gap, which is much more comforting than the, than the two points. <laughs> well, looking ahead, your schedule looks pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everton, Bournemouth, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Leeds. And then Liverpool in April. Yeah, yeah, got a nice run here of games that like should all be winnable. Yep. Um, and then yeah, kind of I think tightens up a little bit towards the ends with some uh, some teams near the top. I think, but yeah, I mean, I think it's just the best way to do it. One game at a time. Trying not to get ahead of ourselves, like. You, you saw the results against Everton earlier, and um, was it was Southampton? I think like easy to drop points, and I mean even for City, you know they they went to Forest and and drew there, so yep. it's like not quite as decided one way or the other. <laughs> it can still get nice and juicy at the end. Oh yeah, I'm sure it will too. Oh, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for the finish. It's crazy we're this far into and like. I know. Like, I feel like it's flown by. <laughs> kind of. I mean, when he brought up the Ramsdale thing, I was like, oh, I remember that. But I think that was like back in August. Um, yeah, I think it was pretty early on. That's incredible. It's crazy that we're this far in. Um, yeah. City had their way with Bournemouth. I think it could have been way more than what they actually did. Yeah. Um, they hit the post a lot in that game. <laughs> yeah. And that was kind of their issue, too, with... Um... Forest, forest last yeah. week it's like their shots on target are are suffering they're like just <laughs> missing which is great yeah. for everyone else however they still put four away and it's like yeah yeah okay um nothing new there foden's in foden's looking pretty good again i i'm telling you that the holland foden connection is what is going to drive that team to success because it, it it opens up uh the rest of the team and i feel like foden is really good at keeping his eyes up looking for Holland and have, they just have their, I mean, Bournemouth's nothing spectacular, Yeah, but I mean, that was a game. I think we talked about a couple of months ago where like, that could be a game like how Liverpool put nine away. This could be the yeah. game that like are really out of hand. So we're seeing Holland get subbed off a lot though, which is kind of a bummer. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. This was a, I think just like a, 
a rotation game. Like De Bruyne didn't even get on the pitch. Yeah, Holland went off, but like game was basically over anyway. You know, um, but I mean, yeah, Foden is back and one of the best performers of the week, I think. So if they can get him up and running and they can just learn to pass to Holland more, then yeah. they'll be in business. But we'll I mean, see. Holland still has six goals in his last seven games. Yeah, yeah, he's still doing well, but like. I think the times you do see City struggling, it's they just they don't want to pass to Holland when he's making a good run, or you know, it really involve him too much. They want to dribble up and then do a little cross or or pass into the box, which is what you've been doing. Like every team kind of mm-hmm. knows it. They can they can prepare for that more so than if you're just feeding Holland the ball over the top and he's outpacing, outmuscling any defender he comes up against. <laughs> Yeah, City's going to have a nice little run here, too. Um, they're playing Liverpool in a couple weeks. they got Newcastle this week, and they'll see Liverpool April Fool. So we got their next four games going to be okay. Um, yeah. I think the Newcastle game will be interesting because that was the team they kind of struggled with the first time yeah. they played them. Newcastle really brought it. But that was a very different Newcastle team to the one we're seeing now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I hope Newcastle bounces back for this game. <laughs> that would be nice, but I don't know. They did not look great today. So no, we can talk, we can talk about the Caribou Cup a little bit. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Caribou. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, um, I always get those cups all mixed up. Um, Man United is still looking like the team to beat. They're clicking mm-hmm. on every every end. De Gea is playing great. Um, I really am not a fan of Martinez, but he's locking yeah. that back line down without Harry Maguire in there. That's like just a different back line. Um, Casemiro's coming alive, pushing the field, yeah. pushing down the field. Uh, Rashford is nuts. I mean, it, it, I don't know how you stop this team right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't even think as a whole, a team, like as a whole today, they played exceptionally well they just played better than newcastle um but i mean they do have all these these threats on the pitch now like mm-hmm. de gea looks like the de gea of seasons ago where he was that wall um you know their defensive line is now pretty solid like there's they don't really make too many mistakes back there anymore rarely casemiro is just like running that midfields um you know rashford is I'd say probably their main threat up top, but you know you still do have Anthony and uh, Jaden Sancho, and um, they got a lot of a lot of decent players. And Bruno Fernandez is just like all over the pitch as well. So it's like I don't know. I'm glad Arsenal doesn't have to play him again. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, uh, Fernandez had a chance to score today too, and. Uh, he he messed up pretty bad, but seeing the confidence of Sancho coming alive and, and other players like that, it's just scary. And it's been a while since uh, we've seen, a I want to say, a good Manchester United team. Oh, and yeah. At this point, I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Like <laughs> <laughs> Now we got to see this all the time. So I, You know, I, it's funny. I'd rather see Chelsea doing good than Man United. <laughs> but it's, it's funny how things can change so quickly. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, I don't know, Newcastle, like, we kind of talked about it in the Discord, it was just, I think tactically, they're just uh, getting a little stale, like, 
they already had a scoring problem and a, a closing out game problem, and now it's, I guess, maybe getting worse, or other teams are just adjusting to them better. Um, but also, I don't know what they're what they're doing. Like, you have Isak, uh, uh, who is, I guess, fit, but like didn't start this game. Um, came on and didn't do much, to be fair. But you know, I, I don't know that Colin Wilson is your your starting striker for the League Cup final, right? Like it should maybe be your your promising, I don't know, sixty million, whatever he was, striker who should be able to to do something in a in a cup final match, but I don't know. Weird and Bruno in the middle granted he hasn't played in a few games because he's been suspended, but like didn't look great. <laughs> he tries hard. But he didn't do much. Yeah, yeah, didn't really do much. Like defensively, I thought they were a little bit, eh. Like I know they don't have Pope back there to make the saves, but do you think that would have made a difference, though? I don't think so. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, yeah, that like Casemiro's goal is, you know, basically a right on their, your front doorstep header. Like anyone to save that is just an incredible save, and then. Rashford's goal takes a pretty crazy deflection, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think Pope would have done better with either one, but I don't know. Just need them to show up against City. That's all I really need from them right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, teams like to play up, so yeah. when they go against City, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Say Maximum, I, I like him a lot. Um, yeah. But again, like Isaac needs to step up too. I mean, his last big season was... Uh, two years ago um, when he played in Spain and he scored 17 goals. But do you know how many goals he has in the Premier League right now? Oof. Um, say maybe one. <laughs> He's got three, but it, it, okay. it, it could maybe be one. I mean, yeah. it hasn't been anything noteworthy either. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's He's played... Let's see. He's played nine games... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, he's played 11 games total for Newcastle, so still a pretty small number. Yeah. Um, but even then, like, you know, he's playing a fourth of those games. At least he's scoring 25% of the time. It doesn't make sense why you wouldn't play him today and get him in that full 90 if he was fit, which I yeah. believe he was. He looked fine. Yeah, I, I thought he looked fine. Um, you know, there's just, I think Newcastle as a whole just is a little bit. I mean, today my, the occasion might have got to them a little bit, and yep, um, you know, messed up some plans. But I don't know. It just it was a f- cup final game, but like not a very exciting one as a neutral. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you there. Um, all right, let's go to West Ham. Uh, they put four away on Forest. It took mm-hmm. them a while. Mm-hmm. Didn't score until the 70th minute. Um, when uh, their new signing, Danny Ings, came in there and got two and a quick quick five, and then they yeah. put two more away to end the game. Uh, do you think West Ham can ride this momentum out to stay out of the relegation zone? Because personally, I think they can. That's kind of what I had in my notes here, too. Is like, Is this like West Ham is now flying high, or is this just like a one-off sort of game? Um well, they wanted Ings, 
They really wanted yeah. him. And Ings was playing pretty good before he got there. So now to see, yeah, yeah. okay, like he scored two, like that's the guy they wanted. And now he's like starting to make it happen. I can definitely see that uh, being a successful signing for them. I just think it took too long to get four goals. I mean, great. They scored four goals, but that game was tight mm-hmm. until they broke it open. And once they broke it open, everything was flowing. Then they just started. Like, yeah. The momentum was, was churning. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it looked like more that like forces defense just kind of let Navas down. Cause like Navas had six saves. He had uh, five clearances. Like dude was still playing like, like he plays, you know, yeah. he, he, he's a wall back there for the most part, but I think yeah, the forest defense just kind of fell apart or, or no, no really Bali, right? No, no yeah. really Bali. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if I see West Ham going like too far with this, but I think they will at least get an enough lead um, over the relegation zone to like not really be a worry anymore. I think so too. Um, nomination: Declan Rice for his goal. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that one. Um, again, I always love the one where they're like, "Yo, give me the ball. I'm putting it in the net." Like, yeah, and it kind of floated too, which is nice. Yeah, uh, yeah that was those, nice. Those are fun. Um, shout out Danny Ings. He's my nomination for Player of the Week. Just saying it now. Uh, and again, West Ham might get Team of the Week too. They might sweep it. Um, Again, my my player of the week is subjective. We could change it, mm-hmm. um, but that's just that's what I got right now. Uh, any team that scores four goals and, and you know kind of crushes on the team, I, I give it to you. So, and a shutout too. So we'll keep it there. Yeah, yeah. Not even City shutout. In yeah, game, yeah. So. <laughs> City probably would have gotten it too if they did, but not yeah. not today. Um, yeah. All right, let's talk about pool. We have a curse oh. against Crystal. I mean, look, going away to Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. always a tough match. Like, even Arsenal has struggled there. Like, Palace is typically decent at home. So, like, walking away with a draw is not the worst result there. Unbeaten in three matches in the Premier League now. It's, that's You're on a run. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, was it a great performance from, like, either side? No. No, not really. I think uh, Crystal Palace maybe had some better chances in there, but um, you know, it's a, it's a game we have to win. But yeah, I, I want you to hear out my fan theory here. Cool. You ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Who did who did I sub in this week? <laughs> what the people Big know? Big Darwin Nunez. Big Darwin Nunez. Who did Nar- Darwin Nunez get his red card against? Um, was it Palace? It was Palace. Joachim Anderson back in the day. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think he is fine, and they didn't play him this game because there might still be a little bit of turmoil there. Want to risk it? Okay. They didn't want to risk some dumb thing of. I mean, he just gets so heated so quickly. I get yeah. it. It's been a while. It's been half a year. Yeah, yeah. But why risk it? Especially with the form he's in right now. He's in a mentally good state. Why have him go out there against the one dude who, like, raked his back and he, like, got him. <laughs> it's like, so I think Nunez is fine. Um, 
And that's why. Because it was a late scratch. Yeah. So, like, I I guess you would think if it was an early scratch, like, they'd be playing it. But I don't know. I... The way he played against Madrid was totally fine, and then for because him, because they said he had like a shoulder injury or something, right? Yeah, and like I don't know when that could have happened. I tried to like look at replays, like maybe yeah. some knock, and there was nothing there. So my fan theory is he did not play because management got worried he would he would mess up. Which fair, like I think yeah. there's a strong chance that he's going against Anderson again, and Anderson says, you know, remember me, and like <laughs> I don't know, headbutts him again, like you don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not the craziest theory. I, like you said, it's like it should be a team you beat even without Darwin in there. But like, if you were to draw this or lose this and lose Darwin to another red card, then it's like that one really sucks. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'll, I'll support your theory. Thank you. <laughs> but again, if he's in there. I want to say there's a strong chance we win. Yeah. Um, I was just kind of confused of like who is fit for Liverpool strikers. Like we've seen. Well, Jota uh, came back, which is nice. Jota came back. We, we've seen Firmino back though, right? Yeah. So like, why doesn't he start here? Like Gakpo is like clearly not striker material yet. Like that might be where he ends up just because he has the height and the technical ability, but like he doesn't have the like striker awareness yet, I don't think. So like if Firmino is mostly healthy, I think you maybe push him to start this game. Don't have a good answer for you, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> Just I this season has a lot of question marks and what's the future. I did see an yeah. awful comment on who scored though and it said like Klopp has been terrible this season. They need to sell Trent. They need to sell Salah and dump Klopp. And I was like, okay. I was like, <laughs> just scrap the whole team. We're done. Pump the brakes here. Like we've yeah. been on an incredible run where teams would be oh, envious. Gosh, yeah. Any, any, yeah. I think any team. Hmm. Oh, this, I mean, this is a good question. I just thought, I think almost any team would take Liverpool's position for the last five years than be in the position they're in right now. Oh, Except yeah. for City. But we won a Champions League, so maybe City. Maybe City, yeah. Maybe That's City. The one thing they need. So, I mean, yeah, it's not a great season for Liverpool, but you're coming off the back of multiple years of, of great performances and, like, should have been titles, but unfortunately you're coming up against uh, cheaters. mostly perfect City and probably <laughs> cheaters, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. But... Yeah, I, like like I said, this I don't think is the worst result. Like it could have been worse. Could, could have been, been worse. worse. So I, I think you just got to take your point and move on. <laughs> we're we're two games behind Fulham right now, and they're only three points ahead of us. So yeah, see, like you're still in a good spot. I think the top four dream is like kind of still alive. Definitely, Tottenham's so, too unpredictable. I yeah. think I think Arsenal, City, and United are a lock, mm-hmm. um, barring injury, because Rashford yeah. is is like pedal to the metal for United. If Rashford goes down, I could see some things, you know, getting a little hectic. I, yeah, I think you you lose a Rashford or you lose Bruno, and it's a a big question mark then. 
Rashford has scored 16 out of his last 18 games. He's on fire. On I don't know fire. what changed, but uh, he figured can, it out. I can tell you one thing. <laughs> Ronaldo was holding him down. I mean, probably. <laughs> I feel like I, that's what I think. But again, who really knows? I, I, we've had this discussion before. I just think superstars like Ronaldo, who are starting to fade, mm-hmm. they put too much weird pressure on young players, and they don't let them be free. And uh, yeah. now, now we're seeing Rashford blossom, while Ronaldo's in Saudi Arabia getting hat tricks. Uh, <laughs> he's got two hat tricks in his last three games. So. Great for him. Good. I'm know. I'm so happy. I'm hope he's having a great time down there. With, uh, some excellent yeah. competition. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Liverpool's. I I think Europa League spot is definitely the definitely a believable option. Top four is like maybe a touch. I don't want to say like impossible or unbelievable, but like you do need Tottenham to kind of stop winning some games <laughs> which i don't know they seem to find a way to win which uh, is annoying but here we yeah. are <laughs> but i mean like newcastle i think you'll catch them fulham i think is yeah kind of running out of steam and and luck here brighton also is a little bit questionable now and i don't know there's hope I think, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I mean, we're two games down from Tottenham, and if we win the next two, we're only, what, three points behind. So, yeah, it's very doable. I think we play, I think we play Tottenham once more. I want to say we do. Yeah, we play Tottenham uh, April 30th. So, okay. that, that could be a big be, one. That should, yeah, that could be, that could be a big one. I think uh, that's got to be a Saturday. I won't know right now, but... Um, our, our, and honestly, our schedule moving forward is not the worst. We're going to go through a little patch where it's going to be a little hectic. Um, we're going to go city, Chelsea, Arsenal. Oof. Yeah. So that's, we can't lose all three of those. Yeah. We have to I win mean, at least. If one. you can't beat this Chelsea team. Then. I know. Well, we just <laughs> went through that like a month ago. Different, again, different team though. I mean, honestly, like the, yeah. the, the, the first time we played them, not as good, but we at least have to win the Chelsea game. I would take a draw, obviously, against Arsenal and City. Um, but again, we have City's numbers, so mm-hmm. we could take two out of three. I'd be happy with two out I'd be ecstatic with two out of three. I would be content with winning one out of three. I will not be happy with going those three games without a win. So that starts March 18th. Oof, coming up. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be stressful, but I'm yeah. here for it because now I have no I have no expectations anymore. I'm just like whatever. No expectations. No expectations as a fan is the greatest thing to be <laughs> because your team will go up two nothing and they'll be like, see, and then they'll be like, oh, I'm just kidding. I'm like, yeah. If I had no expectations last yeah. Wednesday, we might have won that game. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> just don't even. Like, forget the games are on and then just, like, stumble onto it. Be like, oh, yeah, they're playing today? What? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try to do that. We'll see. I check every night. Every night, every Friday, I'm like, all right, who scored? Well, we got tomorrow. And then yep, yep. I'm like, mm, okay, okay. Um, all right. The only game we really didn't touch up on too much was the uh, Everton game. But 
to be honest, I wasn't any, I wasn't super pumped about that game anyway. They did what they had to do. Yeah, um, um, I liked Buen- Buendia's goal. Yeah, he did yeah. that like side shimmy thing and slots it in pretty nice. That was probably Tyrone Ming's best game of the season. Yeah, yeah, he looked pretty good. Um, I mean, yeah, Everton gave away just a sloppy penalty, like silly. I don't know what you're doing there, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it was it was a game that happened. <laughs> so <laughs> this weekend was just games that happened. I feel like yeah, yeah, pretty much. All right, should we get to our nominations? All think so. Okay, I am going to nominate Danny Ings for mm-hmm. Player of the Week from West Ham. Two goals, uh, arguably got their run going to score four in the last 20 minutes uh new signing new environment new ings so that's that's my player who you got yeah the only other one i had was foden just coming in getting a goal and an assist looking pretty threatening so could go either way but considering it's uh bournemouth i would go ings over foden here all right we'll call it ings we'll call it ings uh team of the week I never like giving it to the same team that one player of the week, but in this sense, kind of it kind of works. Uh, yeah. Is there anyone else yeah. in your mind? Leeds was my other one because they needed a victory bad. Um, but again, it I, wasn't like. I mean, yeah, I'm kind of. I would lean towards uh, West Ham more between those two. I mean, the only other one I had was United for you know winning the League Cup final, but yeah, it wasn't like a. <laughs> dominating performance so i don't know <laughs> oh yeah i'm trying to stick to premier league too yeah um understandably you know they won the cup and it's, we do track those things but uh yeah you know if it would have been newcastle winning that game i might have given it to them but yeah um it's tough it's a tough one yeah i mean leeds Villa wanting two nil, but even then, like it's against Everton. Um, Yeah, I I can't give it. Probably West Ham. Like, like Palace played. You know, they drew Liverpool, which is really great. But like, are you the team of the week? In my head, no. I think we have to kind of go West Ham. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I mean, not only to uh, get the four goals, but you know, to do it pretty late and. Yep. You know, really just put the game away, and yeah, this this could be the big momentum builder. So let's see if it happens. Yeah, we'll start tracking that. To see how many wins they get off this day. All right, goal of the week, the big one. There's a couple in here I really liked. Yeah, there were some nice goals. Um, Why don't you start? Well, got Wendy's goals on my list. Okay. Rice's goal. Yep. Um, Solomon's goal. And then one and more. Then, uh, skip. Skip. That was a heater. It was a heater. Was... <laughs> and it's against Chelsea, so I mean. <laughs> oh, double whammy. Double whammy. I don't like putting Tottenham in here. I don't think a Tottenham player has won this yet. Um, that was kind of my only holdup. Is like, not necessarily that it's a Tottenham player, but that was like, Skip is the player that it, like, it's just, it's not a big name. It's not a fun name. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's but, tough. That's tough. I really I like know, Solomon's I, goal. Yeah, I think. 
I think I'd lean to either Solomon or Rice, um, just because those like kind of curly, floaty ones are are just so lovely to watch. Like the banger from Skip is a fun one, but we see, we see we see those type of hits. I want to say often, yeah. but we we see them enough. I'm gonna watch Solomon's goal one more time. Oh, yeah, it's just was, such a sweet that was hit. So let's look at Declan's again because Declan shot it more from the middle. Yeah, of the but pitch. I I love that he like he calls for it. He wants it. He knows he's about to hit this thing. Like kind of picks a spot and and takes a shot. But come on, watch it one more. <laughs> oh man, they're both so good. Yeah, Ugh, I don't know, but I mean. What Solomon three in a row now? Three games in a row. That's doing pretty good. West, West Ham would sweep it if we give it to Rice. <sighs> um, man, do we flip it? Want to flip it? This is. Too, I mean, it could go either way for me. I, yeah, would we, would we be I'm, decisive? For all right, if we go context, because we're. Solomon's goal That's meant a lot. To think. Solomon's yeah. goal meant a lot more. True, yeah, it it was the one that kind of really helped Wolves get something from the game. So, yeah, I think I'd lean Solomon. Like Fulham, you know, yeah, West Ham was already, but they already had two goals by this point. Yeah, it's made it so. Kind of just piling on the pain, but and Solomon equalized. Yeah. Way way better celebration too. So yeah, let's do Solomon on this one. Sorry, right. Rice. Sorry, Great Rice. goal, but it was good again. <laughs> tough competition. Yeah. Um. Dang, Fulham, man. So we've had a Crystal Palace, a Fulham. Wait, have we had two Crystal Palace? Um. Who's our first one? Have we? Because I know there's the Elise free kick against yeah. United. Uh, Schlupp. Mm, so we've gone, <laughs> we've gone uh, two Crystal Palace and two Fulhams, I'm pretty sure. Well, hey. Hey, keep winning it. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. They may not be high up the table, but they're scoring some lovely goals. So That they are. <laughs> that they are. Um. And maybe that momentum can start bringing them to the top anyway. Yeah. Well, Chad, I got nothing more today. I had a whole segment on Mo Salah, but it's going to have to wait. Yeah, we'll have to wait on that one. Yeah. Yeah, just, I don't know, just a, a weekend of, of footy. Like, there was no huge deal. I mean, I guess there's like a little bit of our controversy in today's game, but I guess we can. Did you see that? Uh, the ZH. Um, well, did they give him a red? It was a, it was a very strange situation because he initially didn't look like he was getting anything, and then the ref gave him a red, and then he went and checked the the monitor, right? And then went down to a yellow. Okay, so why? What? I'm always confused by their initial reaction, and they re- redact it. Why? Why do you think they redacted it? What? What? Like what? What would have changed your mind? So for me, I think. 
really, I think Ziet should have been off anyway, but I think it should have been a double yellows kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think the ref gives Havertz a yellow card when he didn't really make the tackle. It was it was Ziyech that makes the tackle. Um, then Richarlison stands up, gets in his face because that's what he does. What he does. <laughs> <laughs> and then like it's you know it, it's an argument, but refs right there and and is pretty much over. And then Emerson comes in and just kind of like shoves Ziyech in the back. And then that's when he responds with like, it's like a push on the upper um, arm, and it kind of like slides into his face. So, I think if you look at the context of that, it's probably I'm going to say it's a yellow, like another yellow. It should be double yellow because he should get the yellow for the tackle and for this. Mm-hmm. So he should still be out, but. I'm okay with it not being a straight red um, just because like he was kind of walking away at that point from the initial confrontation and then gets kind of brought back into it. And then it's not a direct hand to the face as it kind of slid up his arm. Right. Still, you know, not something you should do, but I think now can I, I, I don't know if I know this rule. If a ref gives a yellow card instead of a red, can they still review it? I don't believe so. I think so maybe that's why he went red. Maybe, yeah, because it was it was like the weird, like everything kind of fizzled out, and he handed out a card or two, and then he was like still clearly listening to someone in his ear, then walks over, gives the red, but immediately goes and checks the the monitor. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if that was communicated, saying, "In order for me to look at this, I have to give you red," because it didn't seem like they were that like what. Yeah. Like, obviously, they're going to be like, wait, what's going on? Why Why is the red coming out? But it seemed pretty straightforward. I was just, I don't know, in my head, I'm like, I I could see that going, being a red, and then I could also see it being two yellows, and the fact he only goes one yellow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I've seen worse yeah, this season, and, and red cards have come out, so I'm just like... Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, I don't know, I think the ref probably takes the context of the situation in there. And um, that's why he leaves it as a yellow. Um, Though it probably should have just been a second yellow anyway, but um, you know, that's just the refing and inconsistencies that that we deal with in the premier league. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if ZX is looking for any way to like make sure he can just get out of Chelsea too. He's like, I'm just going to be, I'm just going to do whatever I want. Like it doesn't yeah. even matter. PSG's coming for me next year anyway. Like they want me. This team yeah. kind of doesn't really want me to. They're just injured. It's bizarre. Super yeah, bizarre. I don't know. That was the only like real VAR issue. Like, I mean, the Arsenal one was like meh, but it, technically a foul, so it's fine. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a kind of a weekend of, of, of footy nothing like crazy you know? <laughs> no i can't we need a crazy weekend <laughs> we just need some games that are just like killer games and uh yeah this week wasn't really it one two two kind of blowouts lots of one nil but not not like exciting thrillers uh yeah. so yeah we look for, i think i think march i think as with just a couple more five more games and then we're going to be like, yeah. okay, we're at the finish line. This is where things oh, yeah. are going to get crazy. The yeah, title race be... is on. Title race, that relegation battle is still pretty tight down there. Like, oof. 
Yep. All right, Chad. Well, with that, we'll end this episode, episode 26. Um, hope everyone has a fantastic week. Man. I know we will. We'll see some games on Wednesday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, Wednesday's going to be a fun one. So I'll be yeah. watching. Maybe we'll do a little midweek pod if we have time. I don't have games. I only have games on Tuesday. So I should, oh, okay. be, I should be pretty free this week. So uh, I'll let you know if we have a little bit of time to kick it. And nice. until then, we'll see y'all soon. We'll again pitch out. Peace. Peace. Peace.